welcome back to the Bearded Beer blog with me, G. Uh, it's been a while. Sorry about that. Um, quite frankly, I just couldn't be fucking arsed. <laughs> no, I, obviously, if you follow the, uh, the, the not the Facebook pages, what they call the Instagram pages, I, you know, I've not had a really good time over the last couple of months, so uh, I, I'm making no apologies, but I'm back now. Hopefully, back for every month, but we'll see. Thanks for sticking by me, uh, and we'll get on to some pish in a minute. Uh, we've missed out on some recommendations the last few months, so I'll keep it short and sweet because we've got about 50 bazillion beers to get through. Uh, I heartily recommend the Gentleman's Afternoon Tea at Brewhemia in Edinburgh. Uh, absolutely stuffed after that, and Hofcut as well. Um, you get like a slider of beer, um, a flighty beer, whatever you want to call it. Um, you get sausage rolls, pork pies, uh, all the good stuff. <laughs> it's a wee bit pricey. I think it's about 30 or £32, but it's well worth it. Well worth it. Um, book your slot in advance. Get in there. Fill your face. Um, oh, the next thing, I was looking for beard oils online. I was Googling, like, manly shit to put in your beard. And a place called Man Cave Candles came up. Now, I'm not a candle person. They're a bit pretentious and wanky. But uh, the, 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 the names of them kind of look like beard oils, if you know what I mean. So I had this uh, this Cuban one. Let's see if I can reach it without bumping my microphone. I slide it across my desk. It's called the Cuban, and it's tobacco and oak smelling. And uh, it does just smell like fags or anything like that. But it smells sort of... Um, Manly in a non-sexy way, if you know what I mean. <laughs> and uh, I got to, I think the other one's like ball sweat and oud or something, but they're dead good. Um, I, there was a special offer on, I got two for the price of two or some shit like that. Ah, magic. And then Christmas time came around and my lovely mammy got me a new beard brush. And it was from Audacious Beard. And it's smashing. It's maybe about the size of your palm. Um, proper teeth in it. Uh, gets through your beard, gets all the tuggies out and all sorts. Really like it. You can get them on Amazon now because uh, you shifted your shop over there. And they also do really good sort of wee, wee beard oils. Um, and they do those, uh, those face masks that cover your beard as well. Um, they were really good when we used them. I've still got a pile of them because you just never know when this dreaded lurgy is going to come back. But anyway, enough of my pish. Let's get cracking with the beers. Well, well, well. Celebrating the 50th anniversary of a scary movie. And an absolute beast session of a fortnight at work. And the fact that I was <laughs> I was hemorrhaging followers after my Halloween post. <laughs> yeah, sorry, not sorry. Um, it was Neon Raptor Brews uh, T-Rexorcist. And it was a zesty motherfucker of a hazy IPA. Uh, I sat down, I took a wee sip, and I let out a contented sigh. Uh, so here's the fickle fuckers and they were douchebags and I wanted to pe- wanted people to uh, 
comment nipple ripple if they'd read that, that review, but nobody did, so I guess nobody fucking read it. <laughs> anyway, I gave that a solid four out of five. And uh, yet another IPA named after me was uh, Cute Cute in a Stupid Ass Way from Pomona Island Brew. It was light, uh, yeah, a bit malty, and a bit of a taste bud tease. That little slut was just begging to get drank, knocking about all in a glass like that. And that was a 4.25. Oh, mama! <laughs> Fear City from those gopher sorcerers over at Pentridge Brewing. It tastes like drinking mustard water. Right down to the sort of burning nostrils and everything. We all know what I mean there, don't we? <laughs> It's a, the double IP equivalent to snooker ball to the cock. <laughs> that was a four point five. <laughs> uh, right, from the uh, overpowering to the uh, tastely subtle, it was neighbourhood from Track Brewing, uh, a brewery that I'm really, really getting into. That's got some really tasty stuff, but it was a, it was a, um, a, a collaboration with Finback as well. It was a juicy wee double IPA that was more like a kush ball to the cock than a snooker ball. <laughs> it was very tasty and it, it made me want to go to sleep. <laughs> and that was a 4.5. Fucking Beezer. New England IPA from Stuart Brewing. Uh, it was an absolute belter of a, a, a well a New England IPA <laughs> that's what it was called it was called NIPA to be technical about it but I would say New England IPA but there we go um, I went to band practiced uh, I was roasting and I was thirsty and it tickled my mouth clit just the right way to foam me up good and proper uh, I meant to get more of it in for Christmas but I never bothered Mars because <laughs> I'm a lazy bastard as you may tell by the uh, three month absence of the podcast but anyway that was a 4.75 because it was dead good right here we go uh, this uh, Quebec IPA should have come with a flake because it was offy foamy uh, Misty Corgini's from 71 Brewery is a really solid beer it's kind of lemony and fluffy uh, kind of how I imagined uh, Diamante like pumping in your mouth might be <laughs> Christ if she ever heard that she'd fucking break my neck or something <laughs> and that was a 4.25 and then yet another Pomona Island I'll try that again shall I yet another Pomona Island Brew beer named after me with the Percy Pig themed double IPA too hot too greedy it's fucking lovely yeah and I'll fight anybody with a Stanley knife that says different fucking twats. That's 4.75. So the next can up was a, an absolute pain in the arse to photograph. It was fucking shiny. But it was a good job. It was tasty and tangy as fuck. Uh, Glass Moon, it was called. West Coast Double Dry Hopped IPA from Track. And it was sharper than Angelina Jolie's cheekbones, but less likely to land you in jail for something. <laughs> I think the best bit about doing this podcast now for me is 
going back and reading these reviews that I wrote when I was fucking half cut. <laughs> and a wee story, um, Colin from uh, Caledonian Craft Beer Merchant messaged me the other night and he's like, I never know what to make you reviews, mate. <laughs> I don't know if the uh, the blurb matches the numbers or the numbers matches the blurb or if they're against each other or what. So I must be doing my job right. <laughs> anyway, anyway, uh, Glass Moon was a fucking kicker. Uh, that was 4.5. Ah, uh, a double dry hopped IPA that is as mild as tap water. Till it hits the back of your tongue like a Catholic priest. No day for a do from Rivington Brew. That rhymes. Uh, it did me nicely that night. Um, I'd had both my flu and my COVID vaccinations that afternoon and I felt a bit shit. So it was a big boy beer. And, well, yeah, that's that's when the issue started, really, wasn't it? 4.0 on the nose. Uh, oh, it was another big boy beer after that. Another double dry hopped IPA. It was a collaboration beer from Rivington and Brigdramen, if that's how you say it. Mm. Uh, what, what I've I've totally lost myself in this review. Uh, oh, you know what I've done? I, yeah, I think it was called "Don't Wanna Wait," but I can't read my notes because I'm a fucking idiot. Um, and I was watching the uh, Festival of Remembrance on telly when I was drinking that. But it was a, a tasty tangy painter. Uh, and it must have been a strong one because I was getting a bit um emotional when we got to that to the remembrance. Uh, and I was wondering what it'd be like the next day, actually on Remembrance Sunday. Aye. And then it was Friday again. Ah, then kicking me square in the balls before headed to see Evile in Edinburgh. Uh, it was Alchemy Brewing Company's Pale Ale. Uh, it's not unusual. Do you see what they did there? Come on, lads, that was pish. Uh, <laughs> it was a, like a pint of lemonade that was uh, beaten as a child and is now taking out his own family as a grown-up. It's lemony. Should have mentioned that at the start, really, shouldn't I? Ah, it was a taste, though. Four on the nose. Uh, and then that was all I had that night. And I think, uh, what was I doing the next I think it was gigging the next night, I believe. So I didn't have a, a drinky poo that Saturday. And we skipped to the next Friday, like some kind of Doctor Who knockoff. Uh, it was Friday night, I feel like shite. Luckily, I had a double IPA that looks like dehydrated gorilla piss. Not like piss that's been dehydrated, so it's like all uric acid granules, but like a, a gorilla that's not had enough to drink. And they've got a bit of dry mouth, and you know, the, 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 and their piss is dead dark. Anyway, so it was from Heist. <laughs> In Between Sons. had a label that reminded me of uh, a doodle that my pal Crumb has maybe done. Uh, and a flavour like wet shaving your tongue with advanced Parkinson's. And that was a 4.5. And here we go, starting into the I feel like shite territory. I felt really rough this night. Yeah. Uh, I was hoping that a double IPA would fix me. Uh, sea of Stars from those pink pushers at track. Um, it's light colour, 
so it had its donkey punch of a taste and made some orange snotters squirt out my nose. I don't think it was. It's probably me sneezing and I wasn't well. <sighs> Good to play something though. Uh, solid 4.5. And a creamy number for a Saturday afternoon with a, a New Zealand... De, what is it? New Zealand double IPA. Hey, again, I can't read my notes. I need to write them bigger. It was from Baskland. Uh, it was our 8th anniversary range. Uh, Chop Chop was complimenting my spicy hot dog dicks very well. And it did not seem like an 8% beer. And that was a 4.5. Sobered up a bit after that one, and I was enjoying the lilting tones of Big Brewery's Juicy IPA faces. Uh, I had a great afternoon. That, that, uh, um, it must have been a Saturday. I had a great afternoon. Um, my pal Graham and some other folk at my local dealer's gaff, uh, we were telling some really proper shit jokes. <laughs> I'll maybe get them on one day and we can share some of the shite jokes. Uh, and... You can buy one of these doodles because they're dead good. And that was a 4.25. So apparently this reminded me of uh, a conversation I had earlier about collared shirts. But not quite taking away everything negative in my mind. It was the uh, multiferous put on an iron shirt from those legends at Pomona. So it was multier than malt balls from home bargains. And it tastes like a, a modern Scottish pint heavy. Solid four. <laughs> So I was still feeling like shite uh, and I was hoping that uh, a double dry hopped double IPA would sort me out for a while. And Basque Life from Bassland Brews, 8th birthday range, was uh, peachier than uh, Lady Frost's bum and almost as fluffy. Um, I was hoping that it would calm this fucking cough down I had and clear my chest, but it didn't, oddly enough. <laughs> and that was a solid four. Uh, next up, Northern Monk and Overtones Brewing's collaboration uh, was Burnout. What a fucking label. Loved it. Uh, did not disappoint in any way, shape or form. Now, for an 8% double IPA, it's not overly strong tasting, but does have a kind of liquory aftertaste to it. Um, that's maybe because I was sniffing the glue from those peel-away labels. <laughs> I love smelling them. I, I really do. I, I don't know why. You know the ones I mean. It's like a label on the can, then there's one wrap around it. It's kind of stuck down with tacky stuff. Um, Like, I don't know what it is. It's just like a light glue, but you, you peel away the corner of the label and you unfurl it, and it's still attached. And I just... Uh, let's go. <laughs> Like that, I love it, love it. I <laughs> uh, so the the photograph I took of uh, the last one as a green was shit. The apologies there, uh, but I felt shit too. Um, it was a life saving double IPA. It says here, um, usual Pomona Island brew fare with a good strong taste and a head that looks like someone's been chugging in the bath. <laughs> <laughs> so four point seven five. <laughs> right. So celebrating fifty years of the uh Nicholas Cage classic, The Wicker Man, was uh Neon Raptors Brew New England IPA. Not the bees. It's 
got a light straw-like colour, like uh, cerebrospinal fluid, I'd imagine. But I had a taste that'll have you lie yelling, Killing me won't bring back your goddamn honey! In an overacted fashion. <laughs> and that was 4.25. And no, it was decided by the doctor that, um, well, I had a mild case of pneumonia, <laughs> um, which explained why I was feeling so shit. Um, but that did not stop me enjoying a bevy. Uh, so I pulled out Lefty Scissors from Pomona Island Brew. Uh, it was IP alternative to my post-nasal drip, but not as grey and chunky. <laughs> And that was a 4.25. Oh, yes. If you've seen the pictures, you would know that uh, I got myself a new winged eagle uh, wrestling belt. So I was sitting in my pants wearing my winged eagle and thinking to myself that the hazy IPA I was drinking from Left Handed Giant was pretty fucking good. I think the only thing that was missing from uh, Lenger Sword was a little extra bite from the aftertaste, but it was. Quite spectacular. Nice one, fellas. And we gave you a, a 4.5 on the nose for that bugger. Oh, great googly moogly. I wasn't too sure if I'd like Overtone's uh, Honey Pop Double Dry Hopped IPA with honey, but it was aye, it was mutual delicious. How they made it bitter but sweet at the same time? It's a fucking mystery. Um, I reckon they could touch my bottom anytime if they tell me. And that was a 4.75. So this label is absolutely badass. Picture does not do the holographic skulls any justice. But inside the tin of Bassland Brew's double AP bone shaker is a liquid that's like supping ambrosia from the sweaty high heel of Judith Ralston on a strict weather reporter day. <laughs> oh fucking hell <laughs> that doesn't actually sound that bad actually I wouldn't mind that <laughs> anyway that was a 4.5 audio long Christ we're fair whizzing through these notes you'll be glad to hear that we've only got 9 pages left of uh, shit notes to get through <laughs> I'm probably not going to leave it three ones next time, so you'll be glad to hear that. We're back to sort of 20 minutes, half an hour soon enough. So, in my quest to reach 1,000 unique beers on untapped at the end of 2023, I treated myself to a wee session IPA from Harbour Brewing by the name of Big On Sesh. It looked like pishy lager, but it tasted pretty good. And I had a tiny wee bite to it. Uh, not over the top scoring for this one, but 3.5 because it was decent enough, you know. 15 beers to go and Citrus Belter IPA from Stuart Brewing sub-brand, Bean Brewing, that was really hard to say, is an absolute diamond. Um, cracking taste, lovely colour, and it would not have been out of place in the Stuart Brewing main roster. Thanks work, guys. Uh, give that a solid 5. Ah, that's impressive. Another uh, Tooth Club brew beer with a great label here. Um, this time featuring my cat, Thunder. <laughs> cat Amongst is a tropical IPA. It was super zesty and it looked like a milkshake. 
Uh, I wasn't 100% sure if it was for me, but it was certainly something different to my usual tastes. Again, middle of the road here, 3.5. I still have no idea what a cold IPA is, but Chillax from William Brothers Brewing tastes good, and it's just out the fridge, so it's literally a cold IPA. Now, I, sh- I shouted out now that any beer dweebs want to tell me what a cold IPA is, and William Brothers got back to me, and this is what they said. Um, uh, 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 it's an IPA fermented cow with a lager yeast rather than with the warm and ale yeast. Uh, uh, yes, thank you. Thanks very much to the representative from William Brothers. Just kidding, it was just me. 4.5. Uh, my last supermarket beer of that week to really upset people. Uh, it was a cheek-clenching New England IPA from North Brew by the name of Distant Call. It was a cheeky wee snifter and it was really easily drinkable and a bit tasty. Uh, another tick in the box for the lads and lassies in North. And that was a four right in the nose. So what was this? Uh, it was oh, some kind of beer from Loch Lomond Brewery named West Highland Way. It was wet and thin, but it had a rather nice taste after a few swigs. Thank fuck. I wish I could remember where I, I got that. It must have been in some pub somewhere. Anyway, rotten score for that bugger. 2.5. Sorry, guys. So here it is. Wyland Brewery's Danger Beer. Imperial Jakehead. IPA of death. <laughs> Clocking in at a mighty 10%. Coats your teeth like flat cola. And twirls your bow hair seductively. Whilst putting gentle pressure on your taint with a leather glove finger. On the off chance of hitting your B spot. 4.5. Now. Do I tell the story of Jakehead Day? I think I should, because we all deserve a good laugh. (laughs) So, picked up the girls in the morning from school, brought them home, realised it was Jakehead Day, ditched them, got the train to Dunfermline, ensconced myself in the Caledonian craft beer merchant. Not sponsored me, by the way. Unfortunately, I met up the gram, and I had a pint of Jake Head. Normal stuff. Great stuff. Then I read um, Wyland's post about how you're supposed to alternate them. So I thought, ah, I'll do that. So I had two-thirds of Imperial Jake Head. Then I went back to Jake Head. And me being me, I thought, let's go back to Imperial. Anyway, long story short. I had four pints of Jake Head and four two-thirds of Imperial Jake Head. I don't know what that tallies up to in real money, but I spent a fucking fortune. <laughs> it was getting a bit messy. So me and Grum nipped up the road to the commercial in Dunfermline where we had some more to drink. Uh, and that's where it started getting messy, I feel. Um, I met... Uh, Dax Harwood off the wrestling not really just a guy that looked like him and we ended up having a heated conversation about uh, 
Vince McMahon and stuff like that. Uh, <laughs> I'll try and dig the picture up and put it in the show notes if I can. Um, yeah, but I had a good old chat and we are drinking more and more. And then I tried to suplex him in the pub. And that's where I decided I had to leave. Kiss it back myself home. So I did. I got to uh, Dunfermline City Station, waiting for the train, fell asleep on the bench. Luckily, some kind soul woke me up, got on the train, and thank fuck it was quiet on the train. As I started feeling a wee bit, a wee bit poorly, I would say. Um, oh, a lot bit poorly, actually. And I yacked three times on my shoes. <laughs> and all I'd had to eat <laughs> it was like um, meat stick things from the uh, the deli in Dunfermline. That's all I'd had. Meat stick things. What are they called? Like pepperamis, you know what I mean. Um, so it was it was nasty. It was um, Jake Head and Imperial Jake Head sick with masticated meat lumps in it, all over my shoes, all over the floor, everywhere. The conductor came along <laughs> and, uh, and I managed to find it in me to move, <laughs> not only move seats, but move to the other end of the carriage. <laughs> so they didn't know that I'd been spewing everywhere and took my ticket and uh, I got home, got in trouble for being absolutely wasted, went to my bed at an early hour, got up the next morning. And discovered that in my um, uh, my yakking state on the train, I'd I'd left myself a little present in my pants, <laughs> couple of little nuggets, <laughs> just we were not like big lumps of poo, just like no, like like little little bullets, you know, like like big rabbit poo, nothing nothing serious. <laughs> a fucking mess. <laughs> anyway, that leads nicely into the beer I had the next day. <laughs> it was called Policy of Truth. <laughs> Where I revealed to my minions that uh, I may have spewed and shat myself uh, the night before after a few too many 10% IPAs. Uh, so it was a cam IPA from Wyland Brewery. <laughs> it was rich and it was strong. And it was, it was really testing my gag reflex. <laughs> and I've said, <laughs> testing my gag reflex harder than a cheesy love truncheon. <laughs> uh, it was that, that was a 4.5. <laughs> what did I give for the, I gave I mentioned it four point five for Imperial Life Jake Head. <laughs> anyway, holy roller. Oh boy. That was from uh, Tempest. Uh, it was a cheeky little number, no mistake. Uh, it was a a tastier IPA a tastier his IPA I'm yet to, to see this evening and I enjoyed it very much. That was a four point five. <laughs> So my uh, lovely Danish friends came across to visit us in the middle of November and brought us some lovely Tuborg beer. Uh, it was a winter beer by the name of Jobrig. Uh, I think it deserves 
a review in Danish. So I'm just about to slaughter the Danish language for you. <laughs> okay, here we go. Dem spurt er gott julhig ikke. Der er sådan en silke pinfinde med uring infection, men mindre sektet. And that was a 4.5 on the Schechter scale. And I'm probably going to get letters now after totally slaughtering that Danish, but I don't speak Danish. I'm trying my best. Give a break. And then we moved on to kicking off my Christmas break in typical overtone fashion with their Craft Metropolis collaboration Double Dry Hopped IPA Fantasaur. It was cheek meetingly dry and murkier than my bath water after that time. I did the beast race at Loch Ness. Uh, I had a double of this and I was going to swap it out, see if somebody wanted to swap it. But I didn't, I drank it. So fuck you. 4.5. Uh, I made an arse of this next post. I don't know why it didn't uh, post the night before. But me, who cares? It's only a picture, isn't it? Um, it looked like a dehydration piss combined with a nasty kidney infection. And that was Azvex double IPA Swedish Bud Saw. It was the <laughs> it was the goatsy of beers, no mistake. An absolute blinder from the boys there. And that was 4.75. Now moving into Christmas and my anxiety was slowly but surely threatening to overwhelm me. Um as it does every year. And I was I was surprised I didn't get the Christmas is brilliant, you should like Christmas. Fuck off. It makes me anxiety um makes me anxious and I'm getting worked out just fucking talking about it, so bugger off. Respect other people's feelings about certain times of the year and how they deal with it. That's all I can say. Cheers. Anyway. So, I relied on a, a good old Asvex Brewing IPA by the name of Monster Truck Taxi. And I was getting notes of Pomelo and an aftertaste of Pickle Onion Monster Munch with that one. But I really do love Asvex. Uh, Lang made their Lumreek. And it was a 4.25. Uh, it was a new brewery for me after that with uh, Project... No, sorry, what does it say? It's Drop Project Brew. I can't read my notes. I need to put my specs on. Um, uh, there was a collaboration with Neon Raptor, funnily enough. Uh, double IPA. It was called Sun Up. Uh, it was gloriously subtle for a double, but immensely satisfying. <laughs> a bit like a Boxing Day shite. <laughs> that was 4.75. Yeah, uh, badass label of the year winner with Black Irish Breweries, uh, Blood Orange IPA. Uh, it was, what's it called? Meandering Stream of Murky Blood. Uh, not going to lie, I've never heard of Celestial, Celestial Sanctuary. Is that how you say it? Um, they're banned, but they popped the name on a half-decent bevy. So, fair play. Wasn't 100% my style, but the orangey tang was just, just on the right side of sour, if you know what I mean. Um, I don't like sours at all. That was a solid four. Uh, oh, bargain from the company shop. Uh, this beer's recipe was devised by an AI. I found that quite exciting and I tasted uh, AIPA, uh, very clever, from Two Tries Brew and realised how bland it was. <laughs> Don't get me wrong, I drank the fucker, but it wasn't up to my usual high palatial standards. I uh, gave that middle of the road 3.5. <laughs> 
here we go, ladies and gentlemen. I give you Untapped Unique Beer 1000. And it was a fucking belter. Night Slayer from Munson Brewery. It's a wet dream of a double IPA. And I'm so glad I kept it for to have it for on, on Christmas Day. Um it really helped take off sort of the the edge of my anxiety. Uh, it was going mental, it really was. Um I don't mind saying uh I wanted to run away. I did. I wanted to run away. Go live in a tree or something. Um that's how bad it was. Um it was rich and tasty and it was just sort of slowly seeping through the piles of turkey and sprouts that were in my belly. <laughs> Top notch, no mistake. The uh, the follow up to that was uh, a yeasty offering from Kinniger or Kinnegar. I don't know, somebody correct me. Um the, it was their East Coast IPA Big Bunny. Uh, I was completely full of trifle by then. <laughs> so I probably wasn't qualified to review this beastie. Um, really good though. Uh, it was 4.25. So I'd never had a, a barren brewing beer before. And if does, does Your Dog Bite is a standard example of their wares, then I am their bitch. Uh, it was a West Coast IPA, a nice hoppy bite. And I'd have no issue picking up its turds in a wee bag and then hanging them on a wee bench nearby because I'm a lazy fucker. <laughs> anyway, uh, magic. Uh, what did I say here? Uh, oh, I saw the, the second picture on that post. Uh, it was a visualization from a Garmin watch on my stress levels on Christmas Day. Uh, basically, for the three people that decided to message me about how pathetic I am, um, that, that type of year triggers my triggers my anxiety. Right, fuck you. The horse you rode it on. Um, but I guess that is the double-edged sword of blurring the lines being satire in real life, eh? Anyway, I hope they all receive oral sex from chat jaw out of He-Man. And that's a 4.5 all the way. <laughs> cleft. <laughs> Hilarious named Synaptic Cleft is a cheeky wee double IPA from Drekker Brewing. It's very nice and tasty. And I couldn't think of anything to clever to say about it. Um... By that time, I was ready to walk off into the sunset, like Kane from Kung Fu. But I'm scared of the dark, so didn't I? Uh, 4.75. <laughs> right, so the next one, that's where we start getting into, yeah, the, the, the deep territory. Uh, I'm not going to lie, I was not feeling all that peachy at the time. Um, I invited people to fuck off if they didn't like it. I really don't care. Uh, I was trying to enjoy my beers and write stupid stuff about them and hopefully annoy the people that are snobby about beer and make the people laugh that understand I'm being a smart arse. <laughs> anyway, Jukebox Hero. Uh, it's coming from those absolute ledges at Overtone. Uh, it was a, a sexy time hookup double a dry hopped IPA with Northern Monk, it says here. Um, made my back teeth clench and grind like a stubborn boxing day choppy. <laughs> that means it was nice, by the way. <laughs> and that was a 4.5. Yet another new brewery for me with Resident Culture and their West Coast IPO 
IPO? What the fuck is an IPO? <laughs> it's a West Coast IPA, believe it or not. Um, so the this one was called Dis- Disrespect Your Surroundings. And it's really hard to read because I've just copied my notes over into a Word document and it's still got the hashtag on it. It goes, Disrespect Your Surroundings! Like that. <laughs> anyway, it's sharp and tangy and the can was full as fuck, which means automatic top marks or something. I don't know. Bite my banger. Um, five out of five. Which leads nicely on to getting overtoned up this weekend with a hot to trot, double dry hopped, double IPA going by the name of Playing Robots. Um, it reminds me of the wee dance that uh, me and Mark did in our band when we did uh, Symphony of the Destruction by Megadeth. Uh, ages ago, our singer forgot the words and he just kept singing, acting like a robot. So every time he sings it now, we do a wee robot dance. <laughs> Uh, it's fuck off. It's funny when you see it, right? Don't judge me. Anyway, another tin jammed full and a taste. <laughs> it, it, it tastes like gram eating a can of spinach and squeezing your tongue like a daddy dom. <laughs> He's going to love me for that. That was another five out of five. Jinx. <laughs> this is more of a mouthful than William Defoe's love truncheon for those of you that <laughs> have heard the rumours so Vermont is where the story of Steady and Faith began this is this is what? I can't fucking read it man right Vermont right, I'm going to let's click through okay so Vermont is where the story of Steady and Faith began this is our this is our ode to the beers that gave birth to a whole new style. Fucking hell, I should have written that out better, shouldn't I? What a twat. And it was a collaboration between Northern Monk and Dia Brewery. And it was swampy and fruity. It was an IPA as well. A proper traditional taste to this. And I rather liked it. That was a 4.5. So, uh, check this out. Feral, or Feral, whatever you want to call it, from Overtone. Uh, it's about the same colour as the label. Um, quite light, and sort of light tasting for a double dry hopped IPA, but it was still tasty enough to encourage me to suplex someone in a crowded bar later. No, that was, it. That was earlier. <laughs> it was 4.25. So, I got a track brewing company sort of beer because it had a skull in the can, basically. And I got 11 out of 5. <laughs> Voyage is a, a cracking double IPA. And I, I would say that it's at the very, very top of the list of double IPAs that are called Voyage. That's how good it is. Uh, 5 out of 5. So, fuck me sideways with a fish fork. Rosa from Polly's Brew. I don't know why I've not had this before. It's absolutely hoofing double IPA, no mistake. It tastes way stronger than it's 8.4%. And I might have stunnered someone later on. That was a 4.5. Oh, this was uh, New Year's Eve, wasn't it? Ah, yeah. I went to, uh, went to the uh, the commie after that and I had a pint of charisma from Alchemy Brewing. And it was all right. That was 3.75. Uh, 
And that was the end of the year. First beer of the year. Uh, it was an absolute stonker, which I was glad of, because I had an absolute bastard of a day mental health-wise. And I was really, really struggling. Um, yeah, it is what it is. I want to say very large thanks to one of my friends that reached out to me that day. Thank you. I really, really mean it. Anyway, Casting the Void from Verdant and Flop Brewing is a double IPA that reminded me of the uh, Hogan-Belser incident with its sudden and unwarranted ferocity <laughs> and tastes even better than Drew Barrymore's balloon knot. <laughs> I find that hard to believe. Oh, shame on you, past G. Uh, anyway, that was a five out of five. Uh, next up was a, a, a big boy can of Consequences from Dia Brewery and Queer Brewery. Oh, uh, there's a, bit of, a little bit of a hiccup there as well. Um, it was an IPA, tasted like mangoes, and it made my kidneys hurt. And it also gave me persistent cough and lesions. That was a 4.5. <laughs> My first staggeringly good beer. That is the name of the brewery, not like the first time I've ever had a beer, beer that's dead good. And it was a double IPA. Uh, it was kind of the, the beer equivalent to the the chisel scene from Last House on the Left, the original one, not the remake. I haven't seen the remake, so I don't know if it's in it. Uh, so it spared no expense, volume five. It was a thick old beast. Uh, it made my teeth hurt, my gums bleed. <laughs> that was a 4.75. Another double IPA, but Malaike. Uh, Media Blitz from Burning Sky Beer. Uh, it was thinner and sharper than Kate Moss's bum cheekbones and looks like the perfect shade of piss. Uh, it went really well with my gigantic bag of Smith chipsticks as well. And we all know how tasty those salt vinegar bitches are. 4.5. Oh, yeah, I got this next one purely because it was called Blood Machines. Uh, it was like, it was like a Coca-Cola version of double IPA and it got all sticky stuff in my teeth. Um, kind of like Rivington Bruce squeezing about out their lazy little foreskin on your, on your Newtons. But without that, um, that funny, <laughs> funny glue taste. You know what we mean, boys, don't you? 4.5. So I finally joined the party with Neon Raptors, double IPA, say the line, bard. I was gutted it wasn't bright yellow, but it was still a tasty adult beverage. Um, I can remember some twat years ago trying to pass off tins of, uh, air quotes, duff, this good beer at a, a, a party. Yeah, what a cunt. But that was a four. Uh, ah, still on the Christmas beer, with something that's sure to make the craft beer wankers cry. It's uh, Citrus Pale Ale from Four Pure and Marks and Spencer. Ooh, it was super light, inoffensive, and yeah, it went well with my cheese and biscuits. So I wasn't complaining. That was a 3.75. Oh, we're nearly there. Thank fuck for that. It's getting dark in here and I can't be bothered getting up to put the light on. <laughs> Anyway, this is another one to make people cry and unfollow me. Um, it's a wee collaboration between Vocation 
and Marks and Spencer again. And this was called American IPA. Uh, nothing to write home about, but it was miles better than getting stabbed in the nuts of the set square during maths and S2. <laughs> <laughs> then somebody messaged me on untapped and said, I hope this isn't from experience. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking new, new. <laughs> 3.25. Oh, here we go. Bang the elephant and Alter Ego Brew Company. Uh, they created an absolute sex criminal for double IPA. Uh, this was called Trunk and Disorderly. See what he did there, lads. Uh, bastard of a taste. It burns the nostrils and it was really dry like drinking sand um i do believe that was beer of the month for january uh and tell you what if i woke up with my pants on backwards and curled up inside the, this beer i wouldn't tell anybody solid five out of five uh, another big boy beer seen as was uh gigging the next night uh it was big bella from two flints brewing uh it did not disappoint me uh, the only way i can describe this uh, double ipa is like if a cat or to suddenly and vigorously lick your boosie at the precise moment that you chuck your filthy yoghurt. And that was a 4.5. So I tried an Instagram live, fa- uh, live feed fail. Don't know where it went. Did it post? Did it do anything? Did anybody see it? Did anybody comment on it? I don't know. I was um, like on stage and I thought it'd be a cool thing to do, but I couldn't get it to work. Anyway, I got home and I had a West Coast IPA from Two Flints and U Barnes Brewery by the name of 404 Error. So it was kind of fitting. <laughs> it was quite thin, but uh, still rather tasty. And it was helping my jitters after all that sort of post-show adrenaline. And that was a solid four. Uh, oh, a Sunday night beer. How naughty am I? Really couldn't resist it on a school night. Uh, New England IPA. And who better to whore my bottom to in a than those horny buggers at Otherworld Brewing. So Vanquish is juicier than a freshly humped watermelon. And yeah, the photo I took on the, the blog page really didn't do its super rich orange colour justice. And that was a 4.25. <laughs> right. I don't know if uh, Sure Shot I've named uh, Sam Vine's Boots Theory, ironically or not. But this West Coast ale isn't the best from Sure Shot. Uh, yeah, not the best I've pumped out, but a long shot. Awfully light and fluffy, uh, a bit like an anemic cloud. It's not shite, but it's not up to the usual standards. Sorry, guys. And that was a 3.5. So the last few weeks, of well, most of January, to be honest, was uh, it was double, doubly hard at work. It was proper tough. Uh, I was in the home stretch with a, a pitch I was working on, uh, and I'm feeling like a, a goddamn sexual tyrannosaurus after the work that I did on that pitch. So I had a double hopped. What did I have? A double hopped IPA <laughs> from Stag Really Good Beer. Um, perfect tipple for that night. Dead good with a kind of. Uh, lizard dick tanked it. Super tasty. And that was a 4.25. Oh, my car was tits. Yeah, it was deed. And I was gigging the next night. But Polly's Brews, uh, New England IPA, Nelson Soho. It saved the day. 
uh, a veritable meal in a glass. And it gave me a wee chubby that I was trying to hide from the uh, lady that was sitting at the table across from me. <laughs> I didn't want to think she was after her. I was after her. That was a 4.75. Uh, next up, we paint it overtone, get the notion. Uh, I forgot to log this. Yeah. That's how good it was. Yeah, so I did it later on. That was a 4.5. And you know what? Well, this is the last one. Last one, Oofsky. Uh Double IPA from Baron Brewing. Uh, actually, it made me shout yabba dabba do. Like that dude in the group next to me in Cyprus. Each and every time he jizzed. Fucking maniac. Uh, this is called 124 Snake. Uh, it's a little special. Uh, heck of a bite to it. See what I did there. And that was a 4.75. <laughs> And that is it. November. Done. December. Done. What comes after that? January. <laughs> done. Oh, thanks for sticking with me, guys. It's been a, a tough 50 minutes of me talking shite. But there we go. I've got three months wrapped up into one bumper episode. Again, thanks for sticking with me. Thanks for supporting me. Thanks for following me on the blog and listening to the podcast and basically tell me you wanted to make come back and especially big thanks to my friend grace uh you know why mate thank you very much you're a star love you to bits um i were just about done i don't know what else to say apart from do you think i can fill another 10 minutes so we reach our mark probably not but i think this is probably long enough to make you think i shall try my very best uh, to have a podcast for you at the start of March, covering February. Again, it'll depend on how I'm doing, how I'm feeling, etc. But, you know, if you're going to complain, go and thumb your arsehole for half an hour. Whatever. <laughs> I'll try and get some, some extra voices in the podcast. We'll see how that goes. I'm sure you'd sort of love to hear some of Grum's shit jokes or... Uh, or Dino can come in and whine about carrying heavy parcels or something. I don't know. Anyway, that is it from me. Thank you very much for joining me on this massive, massive log jam of an episode. And I shall see you next month. Cheerio, bye.